Live from San Diego, California, we go live to the newsroom with your host for Nick's Nerd. Oh, well, hey there, friends. Welcome to Nick's Nerd News' 100th episode. And if you think we're doing anything special for it, we're not, because it's not that important. I celebrate years, not episodes. Granted, it's an amazing feat that we've gotten here to 100 years. I, at uh, 100 years, 100 years, see, I can't even fucking talk right. 100 episodes, okay, that that's a big number, and and it, it's really friggin' awesome that, that we've gotten here. I'm excited. I hope y'all else are excited i know there's a lot of you guys that have been listening for a long time and I'm, I'm happy that you're here let's get into everything i hope you're uh i hope you're all social distancing i'm sure you're all going a little crazy being at home i know i am that's for damn sure and i i think we're getting to where we need to be and luckily things are are slowing down, it looks like, in some places. Granted, I, I know that the world will get through this. I, I don't want to say it's over because I'm sure it will hit uh, some other places later than it did. Just uh, as some places didn't really practice what they should have been doing. But that's another matter. That's not what this podcast is about. I'm here to bring joy into your ears, into your brains, and your homes while you practice social distancing and self-quarantine and whatever you want to call it. But let's uh, let's get into what you're all here for. This is Nixner News. I am your host, Nick. It is April, what, 3rd? What's today? The 3rd, I think. What's Sunday? Today's Sunday... I don't know. I don't even know. The fifth. Look at that. I'm not even right. Friday. Friday was the third. So clearly, clearly, I'm not even paying attention to dates. But anyway, it is Sunday, April fifth. When you are hearing this, it will be Wednesday, April eighth. Let's get into the video game news. Anyway. If you live in Australia or Europe, you have probably gotten your hands on a copy of Final Fantasy VII early. It is still set for release on the 10th, this upcoming Friday here in the United States. Uh, I'm going to have to figure out how to get it from GameStop with uh, a lot of their locations closed or, or certain things like that. But if you guys are playing it, I'm sure you're having a lot of fun. I've been seeing some good reviews for the remake. Uh, considering it's pretty much a, a complete overhaul of the game. But uh, I'll be talking about that in uh, about a week or so for you guys. Uh, so it looks like I was right and the rumors were true. Modern Warfare 2 Remastered did launch. And it actually launched on Tuesday. Which is a uh, surprising. Not a lot of games have been launched on Tuesdays like they used to. Anyway, does anyone else remember when games used to launch on Tuesdays? Anyway, the only issue with it. It's 20 bucks. Uh, only issue with it is it's a one-month exclusivity on PlayStation 4. So I, I, I get it. You know, they want to keep their exclusivity deal with that. But 
I don't know. It's this is the wrong time to do something like that because you you see all these other companies doing things that are are consumer friendly and consumer forward and just because people are locked in their homes essentially and for Activision to do that and not trying I'm sure there's a contract contractual reasons they couldn't just do that but you know there's probably also contractual reasons that uh, Disney and other studios usually don't throw their movie up on on streaming services immediately so I whatever it's just it's kind of sucky and uh, it shit happens, so I'm I'm not gonna complain too much. I'm probably not gonna get it just because it's whatever to me. I mean, I don't need to play no Russian in in full HD. It does look gorgeous though. Don't get me wrong. The 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 screenshots and and videos I'm seeing coming out in, of the new uh, of the new remaster are just are gorgeous, and I'm surprised they were able to get that much done on that game, but. If you have PlayStation 4, you can get it now for 20 bucks through the Call of Duty Modern Warfare store. Uh, I don't know if it's been released independently yet. And then uh, at the end of April, if you own uh, if you own Xbox or PC, you'll be able to, to get it there. So be, uh, be aware of that. Anyway, moving on. Uh, rumors are swirling that Nintendo is making and releasing Mario remasters. It is Mario's 35th anniversary this year. So, I mean, I think it's pretty awesome that they're doing remasters for Mario's 35th anniversary. Uh, looks like they're going to be doing uh, remasters or remakes. I'm not entirely sure. It's it's not exactly clear. Uh, Super Mario 64, Super Mario Sunshine, and Super Mario Galaxy. I've never owned a Wii 64 or GameCube, so I never really got to play them. My brother, though, his wife had a Wii, so I did get to play Super Mario Galaxy, and I actually beat that game over the span of a week. Uh, she also had a GameCube, so I did get to play some Super Mario Sunshine. Never beat that game, though. And despite never owning a 64, I've probably played every level of Super Mario 64 just because other friends have had it and just over the years, you know, just putting hands on the sticks and things like that. Uh, so these are looking... It, it's looking like they're coming to the Switch at some point this year. Again, it's not confirmed, so I'm, I'm not entirely sure, but... Who knows? Who knows? Also, in the weirdest news possible, Atari has announced a new RPG. And it's based on Pong, where you play a Pong paddle in RPG format. And I'm not joking. Yeah, okay. I don't even I don't even know what to think of that. Uh that's just fucking weird. Anyway, the new Riot game Valorant has entered it. Uh, it's closed beta will launch this month in April. Uh, no word yet on a final launch. I don't really know how you can actually get into the closed beta. I'm sure there's information on their website. So if you guys are interested in playing their new shooter, their new FPS from the makers of League of Legends, this is your chance to check that out. Also, going back to Mario here for a second, Nintendo has announced that Paper Mario will return in 2020, and it will uh, go back to the series' roots. It will be more RPG-like and less platformy, like the last two titles that came out, I think, on uh, Wii and 
uh, DS and things like that. So expect a more RPG style Paper Mario, which a lot of people have been clamoring for if you look online. But anyway, uh, we also got news for Games with Gold and PS Plus games for April. I know we're uh, just about a week in, but Sony is always late and you got plenty of time still to download all these games. For Games with Gold over on the Xbox side, Project Cars 2 is available the entire month of April. Uh, the Knights of Pen and Paper bundle, which is... I didn't know there were two of these games, let alone one. Uh, that will be available from the 16th to the 15th. The Fable Anniversary from Xbox 360 will be available from the 1st through the 15th. And Blinks the Cat, which actually is a replacement for the original games they announced, will be available from the 16th through the 30th. Over on PlayStation Plus, Uncharted 4, which you should fucking get if you've never played it, is available for the entire month, along with Dirt Rally 2.0 PlayStation Plus games. Like I said, if you've never played Uncharted 4, let alone if you've never played Uncharted at all, I don't know what the hell you've been doing. You've probably been living under a damn rock, as it seems like. Go play those fucking games, because they're amazing. And Uncharted 4 is one of the most beautiful games I have ever played. It's it's one of the few games where I just sat and just would look at the scenery because it's beautiful. There's a whole section on Madagascar that's amazing. There's this amazing pirate island that you go to in the game as well. And just beautiful vistas, man. And one of the few games as well that I would just sit and take screenshots in of the game from, like, not even of gameplay, just of the background. Just, just gorgeous, just gorgeous overall. So I, I very much urge you to play those games if you, you haven't before. Uh, sad news for fans of In Exile and the Wasteland franchise. Wasteland 3 has unfortunately been delayed until August, uh, mainly as the team has had to adjust to working from home in uh, these, these strange conditions. And of course, it's... Uh, Understandable, you know, it's uh, this is a, a transition for a lot of people, and of course, I'm sure developing a game at home is like crazy compared to actually doing it in an office because a you're not having the kind of infrastructure you would at, at work, more than likely, you're not going to have like a T1 business line, so downloading data and, and things like that is going to be on, on another level, and of course. It, it's just, like, I you probably can't even fathom things like that. And hopefully a lot of these people got to take their workstations home. Because other than that, it's just going to be a crazy, uh, crazy, crazy thing. Also in the news, Gamescom announced that they may go all digital if necessary. Uh, mainly because it's just some things that... They don't know if that, that conference is still going to go on. Obviously, that's a lot of things that they want to make sure of doesn't affect spreading things. You know, it's a it's a, the largest conference, video game conference in the world. It's several hundred thousand people. It's in Germany. You got to be careful. And if they have to go all digital, they'll go all digital. So you, it, it makes sense. It makes sense. But... That's in August, so a lot of things can change uh, as the year goes on. Uh, next up, though, uh, 
Ubisoft is being a really cool company right now. They've announced that uh, they're giving a, a spreading the wealth essentially this month. They're doing free game trials all month long. They're giving away a free game every like week, I think it was. Definitely, definitely, majorly discounting games all month long as well. So if you're looking to get uh, a different Ubisoft game, Assassin's Creed, The Crew, you know, Ghost Recon, things like that, a lot of them are on sale, or they have free trials available. So now's your chance to to check those out. Mo Ying. Uh, Creators of Minecraft have also announced that the release date is officially confirmed for Minecraft Dungeons, their new dungeon crawler game set in the Minecraft world. That will release on May 26th. So if you're a big fan of dungeon crawlers, that's for you. If you're a big Minecraft fan, that's for you. If you like both, it's for you, really, <laughs> in all honesty. Um, but with all good news, something with like with that... We have some bad news to go along with it. It looks like QuakeCon 2020, uh, Bethesda has announced QuakeCon 2020 has been canceled. Uh, no word yet on if there'll be a digital replacement, but you'll have to go somewhere else for all your Quake, Doom, and, and all sorts of other news uh, this year. So again, that is unfortunate, but that's 2020 for you. Anyway... Uh, Astro, the makers of high-end gaming headwear, headsets, I should say, not headwear, have announced that they are working with Microsoft to find out a way for their current headsets to work on Xbox Series X. That's really awesome. Uh, Microsoft already announced that all of their peripherals will be forwards compatible. You know, that's not a thing you, you hear often in the tech world. But uh, it's really awesome that Astro is has announced that you won't have to buy their really expensive A50s again <laughs> uh, as uh, buying those every single time can get pretty costly. That's for damn sure. So those headsets are, are like I said, not cheap. So it's, uh, it's nice to see our A50s. Maybe they're not the A50s. I just know the Astro headsets depending on which one you get, are quite expensive. And they said uh, in an interview, or on, a, on Twitter, I should say, that they will, uh, Astro is claiming update will include the ability to deliver game surround sound and voice chat via USB, since they do use optical, and uh, the Xbox Series X will not have an optical port, if you guys didn't know this already. They are confirmed that an update to the A50 Gen 2 is not planned at this time. So, I think that's... I don't know what, what they're at right now. Uh, they did say on Twitter, We are working with our partners at Microsoft to roll out a firmware update for Mixamp Pro TR A50 base station and A20 headsets by launch of Xbox Series X. This update will include the ability to deliver game surround sound and voice chat via USB. Stay tuned for future updates. So... That's pretty awesome, like I said, that they're doing that. So if you own A50s that you purchased recently, you won't have to throw them out. So that's uh, that's pretty awesome. Also announced Activision. Uh, so we're rolling back to Call of Duty here for a second. Activision has banned, yes, banned, 50,000, 50,000 players from Warzone in Call of Duty, their uh, Battle Royale mode. 50,000 people were cheating. That's insane. 
50,000? Jesus Christ. What were they doing? It's ridiculous. Good on them, though. Good on them for taking action against cheaters. It's smart. It's really nice. I finally got to play Warzone for the first time this weekend. It was different. It's just like every battle, other Battle Royale, though. So it's uh, just in Call of Duty style. So that's really all I have to say about that. And uh, we're doubling back here to Bethesda. We're doubling back a lot today. <laughs> the uh, Bethesda has announced that will they will not hold they will not hold a digital replacement for uh, the lack of E3 this year. So they will not be doing anything uh, the likes of what Microsoft, Sony, and uh, some of the other companies do. So uh, looks like everyone's going like a Nintendo Direct style, except Bethesda. So they're gonna just figure out a way to tell everybody something different. So, I mean, do they really? I wonder if they have anything coming out this year. Elder Scrolls Six is a long ways away, and I don't think a new Fallout is coming anytime soon, especially after the fiasco of Fallout seventy six. But who knows? Microsoft also this week uh, surprise announced that Sea of Thieves will be joining Steam, so it's leaving the Microsoft Store exclusivity on PC and will now also be joining Steam. So if you've been looking to get that game and you didn't want to pay for it in the Microsoft um, storefront, you can now get it in Steam uh, just about two years later. Also, uh, we are just speaking about E3. The ESA has announced that E3 will return in some format. And uh, it will be back next year as a reimagined E3, whatever that means. And, yeah, I don't I don't know what that means. So, be on the lookout in uh, June of 2021. E3 will be back in a reimagined state. <laughs> and uh, a couple more things here. So, what is it? Uh, Resident Evil 7 released, was it two years ago now? Was it one year? Uh, Resident Evil 7 Biohazard. Anyway, uh, Capcom has been, you know, releasing the remasters of Resident Evil 2 and then 3 just recently. Uh, rumors are now coming around about what Resident Evil 8 will be about. And uh, so Resident Evil 7 changed the game. Uh, you know, they called it Biohazard and it just, it was completely different from what people were used to. And, oh wow, 2017, so three years ago. I can't believe it's been that long. Anyway... There are rumors swirling that Resident Evil 8 will release sometime in 2021. Uh, and it looks like it's going to be somewhat related to 7. And uh, maybe not Raccoon City, maybe no Joe Valentine or or anyone like that. But it, it will stick to those horror elements that it returned to back in 7. Anyway, uh, some, some sad news to report in uh, the gaming world here. Especially if you were looking forward to this game. But due to the worldwide pandemic, The Last of Us 2 has been delayed indefinitely. And, and I don't mean like this year. I mean, they don't have a release date currently. Which is interesting because an article from Jason Schreier that came out a couple weeks ago pretty much said that the game was done. So... I don't know what's there. It's it's so it's it was supposed to come out on May 29th. It is no longer. 
And uh, this is a tweet directly from Sony um, and Naughty Dog. As you've likely just seen, the release of The Last of Us Part Two has been delayed. We're sure this news is just as disappointing to you as it is to us. We wanted to reach out to all of you in our community to give you a little more information. The good news is we're nearly done with development of The Last of Us Part Two. We are in the midst of fixing our final bugs. However, even with us finishing the game, we were faced with the reality that due to logistics beyond our control, we couldn't launch The Last of Us Part Two to our satisfaction. We want to make sure everyone gets to play The Last of Us Part Two around the same time, ensuring that we're doing everything possible to preserve the best experience for everyone. This meant delaying the game until such a time where we can solve these logistic issues. We were bummed about this decision, but ultimately understood what's best and fair to all of our players. We're hoping that this won't be a long delay, and we'll update you as soon as we have new information to share. We wish you all, your families, and your friends the best of health. Thank you for being amazing fans and your continued support. Stay safe. Interesting. I wonder if this means that it will push to be a launch title for PlayStation 5. And Sony also made this uh, this other mention. This was with their tweet. Update SIE, Sony Interactive Entertainment, has made the difficult decision to, de to delay the launch of The Last of Us Part Two and Marvel's Iron Man VR until further notice. Logistically, the global crisis is preventing us from providing the launch experience our players deserve. Currently, there are no other delays to report, but we'll keep you updated. Interesting. Very interesting, to, s to say the least. And it, it makes you wonder why Final Fantasy VII Remake wasn't delayed as well, just for these same logistical reasons, and I'm sure they just didn't want to delay it any longer. But, especially with that exclusivity deal that they have for a certain amount of time. But, yeah, if you're looking forward to playing The Last of Us 2 next month, unfortunately, that will not be happening any longer. But, that's it for gaming. Let's move on to see what's going on in the TV world. And I'm sure a lot of anime fans are going to be happy here. But a new service called Retro Crush... Uh, has been announced. It's coming to mobile first, and they did announce uh, you can watch things for free on the app, uh, streaming classic anime from the 70s, 80s, and 90s. A web player will follow sometime in the future. And what, they, uh, what they're calling it, so like I said, Retro Crush, digital streaming service, and quote, devoted to streaming classic anime TV and movies, including more than 100 series and 40 features at launch. Uh, they put out a sizzle reel of, of things that are available. I'm not super familiar with a lot of these, but it's interesting to say the least. And the people behind it were asked some questions. They said, what makes this channel exciting is its focus on shows that have exhibited an influence on the creation of the current crop of hit anime series. As longtime anime devotee, I'm always uncovering classic series that are as fun and exciting as many of the current favorites, and we're eager to share those shows so that other fans can discover them too. And the CEO of the company behind it said, Via our distribution partnerships, we are able to provide classic anime fans with a vast library of the best series and films available in the world today. The launch of Retro Crush further cements our company's leadership position in the classic anime genre. And it uh, no launch date, but some of the titles they, they said that they brought forward... A uh, show called Te uh, Devil Lady, 
another show called Creamy Mommy. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Magical Emmy, Persia the Magical Fairy, Pastel Yumi the Magical Idol, Cyber Six, I guess that's a film, Cat's Eye, Uruse Yatsura 2, Beautiful Dreamer, Blackjack the Movie, Golgo 13 the Movie, Arcadia of My Youth, Galaxy Express 999, and Space Adventure Cobra are just a list of some of the things that you'll be able to watch on Retro Crush when it launches. And like I said, it is a free mobile app. Uh, there will be ads, but you get to watch for free. So that's always a plus. Uh, if you're big fans of the Lock and Key show on Netflix, well, you're in luck because it has been renewed for a second season. So you'll get to watch more and more of that. I do need to watch that show, though. And sticking with Netflix here for a second, Tiger King, huh? That's taken the internet and the world by storm. It is the number one show on Netflix in the U.S. right now. Uh, after Netflix started their top 10. I have yet to start the show. And I know that is a major disservice to all of you. But I hope to start it this week. I can't wait to see what's going on. And about this. Uh, that damn Carol fucking Baskins. I just want to know what is going on here. With Joe Exotic and the Tiger King. But. Uh, speaking of that. Joe Exotic. Now that he's uh, even more famous than he might have been before, has come out and said that he does want either Brad Pitt or David Spade to uh, play him in a movie. Uh, more episodes of the show are coming. <laughs> and uh, that a cold case from the 90s has been reopened because apparently everyone and their brother thinks that Carol Baskins fed her husband to tigers. So... The police in Florida have decided to reopen that case and see if maybe Carol Baskins is uh, guilty of what this Netflix show makes people assume. But, uh, yeah, Tiger King, the last thing I expected to be the most popular show on Netflix in America. Granted, you know, with everything that's going on and people are home watching just about everything... It's somewhat understandable, but uh, I know I'm a little late to this, and I, you know I've been getting ragged on by a lot of people for not watching it yet, but hopefully next week I can give you guys some of my impressions on Tiger King weeks later, but isn't that part of the course here at Next Nerd News? Um, and hey, how about this, huh? Rick and Morty is coming back on May 3rd. For the second half of season four. And I'm just fucking stoked. It sucks that we have to wait till May. But it's coming back. For the rest of season four. At least it's not as long as a wait between season three and four. And hopefully this also means. That season five. Will not be. That far away either. But who knows. Give them time to write and make some awesome shows. And uh, let's move on to Disney Plus here. It looks like the Obi-Wan Kenobi show is getting a new writer. His name is Joby Harold, and he's actually got some big chops behind him. Uh, this is per Variety. Uh, he recently was hired by Paramount Pictures to write a script for a new Transformers film that's supposed to revamp the franchise. Uh, he was also hired at some point to rewrite the script for the Flash movie. I'm sure that is... Um, 
out of the window at this point. Uh, they've done so many different changes. Also, the executive producer for John Wick Chapter 3. Uh, and he is now taking over as the writer of Obi-Wan Kenobi, or the Kenobi Solo series on Disney+. Plus. So this guy's got some big chops behind him. So I, 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 uh, I have not lost really any faith in that. And hopefully everything that's going on this year doesn't delay that show too much. Uh, granted, it is not supposed to start filming till January, so I, I think we're good there. I think we're good so far, uh, and uh, being home allows someone to work and, and write, essentially, not not too many distractions. And uh, sticking on Disney+, Plus, by the end of May, uh, you will finally be able to watch The Simpsons in its original 4.3 format, as that will be available as a viewing option on the platform. If you are looking for something to watch while you're home and quarantined, HBO has offered up 500 plus hours of free content for a limited time for you to enjoy and explore the realms of the world of, I can't talk, the worlds of HBO. Let's, uh, let's put it that way. That is available to you now. Uh, so if you go into the HBO Now or HBO Go app, you'll actually see what's available free without a subscription. It will be right there uh, on that uh, main page. Also got some news that the producers from The Office are now looking to create a working-from-home comedy show based around the world of you know virtual meetings and working-from-home and all that fun stuff. So if anybody knows how to make a workplace comedy... It's them, but how long a working from home comedy would last is definitely up in the air. That is not something I foresee being able to be tolerated by a lot of people. It's uh, very different to how that show will have to be approached, and that's for sure. Anyway, if uh, you're a big fan of the Bong Bong Joon-ho movie Snowpiercer, I should say, which, you know, he just had Parasite, the Oscar-winning film. Um, and if you weren't aware, TNT is actually doing a television adaptation of the film. Anyway, uh, TNT has announced that they are moving the, re- the release of the show up two weeks uh, from the end of May to May 17th. So that's going to be on TNT if you are uh, looking to watch that show. And... Uh, I didn't talk about this last week, totally forgot to, but, and maybe I did and I forgot that I talked about it. Anyway, Samurai Jack is now free to watch in its entirety on AdultSwim.com. Samurai Jack is an amazing show. It did come back last year for a shortened, like, final season, but that is a great thing to watch if you've never seen it. It was on Cartoon Network for a long time. It was then moved to Adult Swim. It is more of an adult show. That is about a samurai who goes back in time, or goes forward in time, excuse me, to like the way distant future. Like I said, it's an awesome show. Definitely check it out. Adultswim.com. The entire show is there to watch. You have plenty of time, most of you, I'm sure. And last bit of TV news. We're going to go back up to Disney Plus here for a second. And rumors are now swirling 
that Rex will somehow make his way to Mandalorian Season 2 along with Ahsoka based off of the fact that Dave Filoni's Twitter, I guess, banner has a picture of Ahsoka and, and, and Rex. And I don't understand how that means that Rex is going to be there. I mean, they're probably just promoting the final season of Clone Wars because that's Dave Filoni's show as well. I, I, it'd be really weird to have Rex be alive that much farther. I mean, clones were supposed to age rapidly. And about 20 plus years, they he already looked like he was an ancient old man because they retconned him into Return of the Jedi. So five years beyond that. And granted, you know, people live longer in the Star Wars universe, but at the same time, if you're aging rapidly, you can't really stop some of that stuff. But my thing is, the only way I will accept Rex being back is if they have Tamura Morrison come back. I mean, he's still acting. He was in Aquaman. I'm sure he'll be in Aquaman too. But that is definitely something they would they would have to do. If you're going to bring Rex in, and he is a clone, so it would be really weird to not have Tamura Morrison play him. But the thing that doesn't make any sense is I don't know why they'd bring Rex in, because now you're just making it Clone Wars 2.0 at that point. Um, but what what's also weird, though, is Jamie Lee Curtis has been spotted on set multiple times. Yes, Jamie Lee Curtis, which is even crazier to me than bringing Rex back. I, I don't, uh, what, like, don't get me wrong, she's cool, she's a good actress, but, like, on The Mandalorian? That's a, that's a actress that would take me out of the movie, or the show in this case, for something like this, because it's, it's not someone you expect, and then when you see them, it, it, it kind of takes you out of the experience, but who knows, it, it could end up being amazing, and, and I could be wrong. So what we won't we won't sleep on that. Anyway, that's it for TV news. Let's see what's going on in the movie world. And uh, if you guys are big fans of the current DC animated universe, the current one, not the original, the current one is going to presumably end. Possibly, uh, there's there's rumors and rumblings. That the Dark Side War will be the last film in the current DC animated universe lineup. So be on the lookout for that. Haven't been a super fan of that. The animation is just a little off putting. Um, even though it's very similar to Young Justice, it's just some, something is off about it. And I, I don't know what it is. And don't get me wrong, there's some really good voice talent in those. It's just I am not a big fan of. Of Jason O'Mara as as Batman, but other than that, it's been okay, and it it just it did some weird things with the story, but that that's my personal opinion. Um, but other than that, I know they've been really high quality. The Rock also uh, was posting a lot as uh, pretty much everyone's in self quarantine at this point, but or you know social distancing. Anyway, he was posting and uh, pretty much admitted that Hobbs and Shaw 2 was in development. No surprise there. That movie did pretty well and received decent ratings. 
uh, but also announced that um, unfortunately Black Adam may be delayed. He 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 wasn't sure though, but there is a possibility that it, it might be delayed. There's there's no word if it's gonna um, be for certain. Be for certain just because uh, it was supposed to start shooting or start production later this year. So no word yet on that. Uh, and then also, speaking of Shazam and Black Adam, uh, David F. Sandberg was asked if there was going to be a delay with Black with Shazam 2, and even he said, like, probably not, because we're supposed to start filming in December. But again, things can change, so who knows. And uh, since I was just talking about Hobbs and Shaw and... That's part of the Fast and the Furious universe. Lego Surprise announced a new set based on Dom's Dodge Charger. A Fast and the Furious Dodge Charger Lego set uh, based on Dominic Toretto's Dodge Charger from Fast and Furious. And that's fucking cool. And no, it was not an April Fool's joke. Or wait. Maybe it was. No, it's not. It is releasing later this month. It will retail for $100. And it has some jumping action. Dominic Toretto's Dodge Charger with NOS. Yep, that is a thing happening. And it was not an April Fool's joke. Wow. Um, Speaking of April Fool's, there were not a lot of major April Fool's pranks pulled this year. Granted, you know, given the situation, makes sense. But at the same time, it probably could have lifted a lot of people's spirits. And surprisingly, the only cool thing I saw was Pokemon Masters played the um, Pokemon Center theme in their game all day. Uh, Star Trek Fleet Commander uh, gave you the option to harvest Tribbles. (laughs) So there was some fun stuff in different games. Oh, and then Overwatch, which I... For the first time I've started playing recently, they put googly eyes on all the characters. That was that was actually that was really funny, but yeah, Lego Fast and Furious set. Anyway, here's no surprise at all, but uh, no solo sequel or TV show coming to Disney Plus anytime soon. I mean. Given the poor reception and the fact that it didn't make money is is no surprise. But don't hold your breath for any um, any future installment in the Solo series. Also announced that if you guys have been holding out for the Artemis Fowl movie, which Disney finally made an adaptation of, it is now going to be released on Disney+. Plus. And it will not have a theatrical release anymore. Um, it was supposed to release actually next month in May. No word yet on an actual new release date for when it will come to Disney+. Plus, But that's a thing. And speaking of that, uh, we also got word that Ant-Man 3 has actually ri- hired a writer and producer from Rick and Morty. So it looks like they're going full gung-ho on the comedy for Ant-Man, which I'm totally on board with. Ant-Man 1 and 2 are in my top five of Marvel movies. They always will be, and maybe they'll fall out of place when I go see a new one. But in all honesty, it's Endgame, Thor Ragnarok, 
Infinity War, and then Ant-Man 1 and 2. Like, that. that's 100% my top five. Totally rounding that out. Don't, don't, I don't care what you think. That's my opinion. You have yours. We're not going to argue about this, all right? Also, this past week, The Rise of Skywalker finally released on Blu-ray. I got the cool special edition that comes in this really awesome art book and this awesome case that pulls apart. That is the Skywalker Saga edition, though, so it's only the nine mainline films. And they all come with their special edition discs, Blu-ray, DVD, everything. And it's like a 27-disc set. Also comes with this really nice letter from Mark Hamill that he actually shared on his Instagram re- uh, recently. But it was, a, it was a really awesome collector's edition set that I definitely needed to get my hands on as a, as a Star Wars Uber fan. But uh, it's really nice, and uh, I can't wait to just one day sit down and just watch them all in a marathon again now that all nine of them are available to do that. And uh, also with that is the Rise of Skywalker art book that came with it. Or not with it, I should say. It's a book that I purchased as well. It's the art of the Rise of Skywalker. Uh, It's filled with all concept art and things like this. I have gotten these for most of the last Star Wars movies. I I do love concept art. You guys know I've talked about this before. I, I get them for video games that I really love. I get them for movies. Some really interesting things in here. Uh, definitely some plot points that were abandoned. There was a BB-8 style tank, which which is ridiculous. Um, I may share some of that stuff up online. I haven't decided yet. I'm still looking through everything to see what I like and what what uh, what was interesting to me. But that's all there. A lot of that stuff's online right now anyway as well. But that's cool. And then something that I did not expect to ever see or would actually be true, is some old camera tests were released from back before the filming of Batman Begins. And they did the camera tests for that movie in the Val Kilmer Batsuit from Batman Forever. And you get to see Christian Bale. You get to see uh, Killian Murphy actually tried out for Batman as well. Uh, Of course, he would go on to play Scarecrow, and then they also had, uh, who is this other guy who I thought was like way cooler of a Batman looking guy that he had this jaw test, this jaw line that was just crazy. Uh, His name was Eon Bailey. I guess he was in the movie and I don't know. It was, it was a interesting idea to see this um, play out because I guess they were all trying to do this like interesting like gravelly voice that Christopher Nolan was pushing for. It was interesting though to also hear, you know, Christian Bale. First off, it was interesting to see Christian Bale in that bat suit and then uh, do his like swear to me voice that he does in the first one. But I don't know, it was really cool. And then there's some other stuff of different characters in, in their in their screen tests. And I don't know, it's it's really cool to watch. It's it's online. It's um it's up on YouTube, I think. But that's just uh it was it was different. It's interesting to see and uh puts a different spin on how Christian Bale ended up getting the role, essentially. And um this is really weird. 
But Disney has replaced the composer on the Black Widow films. And this is right before the movie was going to come out next month. It's rare to see a composer get replaced this late into production, especially a few weeks from what was going to be the original release. Granted, with the delay now, they'll have a lot more time to make it work. And speaking of delays, we got a whole new release window for Disney films. But these are some new release dates from all the upcoming studios. So Venom 2 is still on on track for October release. Uh, Monster Hunter is still for September. Uncharted has moved to October of 2021. No surprise there. Uh, Morbius the Living Vampire has now been rescheduled for March of 2021, so no longer this year. And what I'm more pissed about than anything is Ghostbusters Afterlife, which was supposed to come out in July, is now coming out in March of next year, which is just bullshit. Uh, Paramount has shifted Top Gun to now release on December 23rd. So yes, it's now a Christmas film. Uh, Quiet Place 2 has been pushed to September. And now here's new dates uh, for the MCU. Black Widow will now release on November 6th, taking the spot of the Eternals, which will now come out on February 12th. Shang-Chi and the Ten Legend of the Ten Rings will now come out on May 7th, losing its February 12th spot. Doctor Strange is now coming out in November of 2021. Thor 4 now moves to February 22. And Black Panther 2 will keep its original uh, 2022 release date. Now for some other Disney films. Uh, Mulan is now releasing on July 24th. Jungle Cruise moves a full year forward to July of 2021. So The Rock will not have any movies out this year. I, oh, I'm, I'm sure he'll have one or two. It's been a while since he's dominated the box office. Uh, Indy 5 shifts a full year to July of 2022. Fucking bullshit. Free Guy... Uh, the new Ryan Reynolds movie now moves to um, December 11th. The French Dispatch, the new film from Wes Anderson, moves to October. And this is just shitty. Uh, still no release date, though, for New Mutants or if that will go to Disney+. Plus. Oh, man, that just sucks, dude. And all these movies I wanted to see this year getting moved around. Fucking coronavirus, dude. This pandemic fucking sucks. Like, it's ruining the things that I like to do. It's interfering with everyone's lives. It's killing people. Fucking bullshit, man. I hate this shit. I'm so... It, it's just so... I'm over it. I'm so over and done with it. And I know everyone else is. And it's just... It's just annoying. It's fucking annoying. But our last bit of movie news before we get... To some other things. AMC Theaters, which recently had to furlough their employees and they announced they'd be closed for a few months. They are America's largest cinema chain. It has now had its credit rating downgraded. Uh, and it's apparently because of an imminent risk of defaulting due to the impact of the coronavirus. Who the fuck is def is is downgrading people's credit? Like, they have no fucking control over this shit. Instead of bailing out the fucking cruise companies who don't even pay taxes and aren't in, in America, they should have been bailing out the theater industry. Like, this is America's pastime, okay? And I don't mean to get political, really, but, like, 
the theater industry needs it more than the fucking cruise lines do. Those things are cesspools. People are always getting sick on them. Fucking, uh, it's, it's it, again, a por- per the rap, S&P Global downgraded its credit rating for AMC to triple C from B on Thursday. Um, it The company's outlook is now from highly speculative to default imminent with little prospect for recovery. And uh, this is mainly because people think that the AMC will keep their theaters closed beyond June. And uh, per S&P, we do not believe the AMC... We do not believe AMC has sufficient sources of liquidity to cover its expected negative cash flows past mid-summer. And we believe the company will likely breach its 6x net senior secured leverage covenant when tested on September 30th, 2020, absent a waiver from its lenders, S&P analysts wrote in a ratings note. Deadline also reported that AMC was the first theater chain to address the, the pandemic. They closed all 634 locations across the U.S. and Canada, 120 in the U.K., Ireland, uh, under their Odeon brand, and that happened on March 17th. And barely a week later, they had to furlough its corporate employees. So, I don't know if you guys know this, but theaters do not really make money off their ticket sales. Most of their money comes from concessions, as ticket sales tend to go directly to the studios. But... I, I don't know. This sucks, man. I just... I wish we don't lose AMC because they're a really great theater chain. And... I just... Uh, it would suck if we lose more theaters. It would just really suck. would really do. Anyway, that's it for movie news. Let's move on to some other things that are going on. Uh, if you guys play Magic the Gathering... And you're fans of Godzilla, well, you're in luck. Because Godzilla and his friends are invading Magic the Gathering. And they already had to pull one card because Space Godzilla had Corona in the title. (laughs) Oh, this shit can't get any more real. Cannot get any more real. And, yeah, that's that's a thing. Anyway, uh, South by Southwest, which was recently canceled... Uh, have announced a new partnership with Amazon Prime for a new online festival, free, on Prime Video, if you're a subscriber. And they announced uh, Prime Video presents the South by Southwest 2020 Film Festival collection. So it will be the film festival, not the entire South by Southwest. It's a one-time event um, for 10 days. And will be available in front of the Prime Video paywall and free to all audiences around the country. Oh, so you won't need a subscription. With or without an Amazon Prime membership, all that is needed is a free Amazon account. Uh, Participating filmmakers will receive a screening fee for streaming their film over the 10-day period. And uh, ever since South by Southwest was canceled by the city of Austin, we've been focused on how we could help the incredible films and filmmakers in the South by Southwest 2020 Film Festival lineup said Janet Pearson, director of film for South by Southwest. We were delighted when Amazon Prime offered to host an online film festival and jumped at the opportunity to connect their audience to our filmmakers. We're inspired by the adaptability and resilience of the film community as it searches for creative solutions in this unprecedented crisis. Uh, No launch date yet, but that's pretty freaking cool that a film festival that would have been exclusive to people at the 
the South by Southwest Festival can now watch it online um, and without a paywall. So that's always fun. And uh, I know we talked about last week that DC and Marvel might hold off on publishing. We have some new information and uh, no new comics uh, in print or digital form, which happened uh, last week on the 1st. And they're trying to work out a new publishing strategy amid the pandemic. Uh, DC is not releasing new books in digital form. And uh, they will have a limited selection of new books will re- be released each week. Uh, most of their releases from last week were postponed with no new date set. Marvel said they are not doing anything as... Uh, both of them used Diamond Comics as a distributor, which is shut down. Uh, so Marvel's comics are not coming in print or digital this week either. And uh, so you guys will have to wait just a few weeks. Um, we won't know more at least for a couple more weeks. So I'm sure uh, they'll work out something for all of us who like to read the weeklies. Anyway, that is it. As I stated at the top of the show, it was our 100th episode. And nothing special really happened. Uh, Thank you guys for listening. I know that I try to be consistent for all of you each and every week. And... Something like that is is definitely important in in these times, and I'm happy that you you listen to me because I need a place to vent, and that's what you guys are here for. <laughs> and uh, also to report the news, be serious and report the news as well as vent, because this is a news opinion show. It's pretty much a large editorial. If if you haven't caught on to that by now. I don't think you ever will. Anyway, thank you guys again for listening. Please like, rate, subscribe, do whatever you want on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, on Google Podcasts, on Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Check out nixnerdnews.com where you can listen to the show right in your browser or you can find links to all those aforementioned sites before. Like I said, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and more. And Spotify. Also, while you're there at nixnernews.com, why don't you check out our social media page where you can find links to our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram pages where I post a lot of fun memes. And that way you guys can also follow me there so you can keep updated on when new shows and new episodes are posted. If you don't already like and subscribe to me on your podcasting service. But... That is it. It is the second week of April. I will see you guys on the flip side.